The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Mile Rate, uh, where I'm joined by Rob Orbit to look back at a terrific night of harness racing action for a winner's night. It was actually a really enjoyable night. Plenty of good action, fast action uh, on the track at Tapcourt Park, uh, Melton last night. And they won't be racing there for the next six weeks, Rob. So I think in six weeks' time, we're going to miss the fact we're not racing at uh, Tapcourt Park. Yeah, I think I'll go on holidays not long after it, so I might be gone for a few months, uh, Dan. But, no, it was, a, it was a great night. Only nine races. Uh, two drivers won five of the nine. Mark Pitt drove uh, three winners. Anthony Butt uh, drove two. So uh, well done to those uh, Gents last night, five of the nine uh, races uh, with two drivers there. And Mark Pitt, he just continues to take it all before. And we saw a, a wonderful performance by uh, Like a Wildfire. We also uh, saw a very good performance by Von Art, this uh, mare that continues to just progress. And uh, we saw uh, the Metropolitan Pace Final, uh, which was a Group 3 event sponsored by the Victorian Harness Racing Club. A bit of a, an upset with Delightful Angel winning. And Mark Pitt uh, once again uh, weaving his magic. Uh, however, he did get a two-week suspension, so uh, he might be off the scene for uh, a little bit of a short holiday. Rob, the first uh, replay we're going to listen to in Trot's Vision interview comes uh, via Race 4, and this was the group to the IRT Australia Matriarch Trot, and this uh, wonderful trotting mare Queen uh, Alita was simply uh, wonderful yet again. Heading off the back in a 29.2 third quarter and Queen Alita now stoked up by Elford and she took off. She just left them standing. The point-to-point speed is unbelievable and she's raced away now. In the space of 100, she's done it again. She's put 20 on them and Queen Alita halfway up the straights, another suburb clear of her rivals and she's going to do it again. A great go for the minor Sultan. Sass getting home. Lady in the Sky battles on but Queen Alita easily. Queen Alita in the end about 10 metres. Sultan Sass came from last to get second from uh, yeah, well, I didn't really want to um, go around, but when the first quarter was so slow and the second one wasn't going to be much quicker, um, thought I'd better just let her get up there, and she was just chomping at the bit um, till the 400, and um, when I asked her, just you just... Whoosh, and um, off she goes. But she was a bit snaky tonight um, in the pre-race warm-up and even before the race. And uh, when she got sort of six metres in front, she virtually just sort of... I could just feel her ease up and, and just wait. So, uh, yeah, she probably wasn't 100% tonight, but still got the job done really easily. Chris Helford there. Um, she's got a turbo. Uh, it's just the acceleration. Have you ever seen a trotter or can recall a, a trotter to have that sort of acceleration, that push-button acceleration... She's done it two times in a row where she's covered in 100 metres. She's made up 20 and put 10 on them. It's extraordinary. She's just so special, uh, Danny, uh, and she doesn't let us down each time she turns up. Uh, she just keeps going to another level. Uh, last night she sat back in the field. Uh, it was a 45-3 uh, lead time. I'm a Maori jet. Uh, working to the lead from Lady in the Sky. And Queen Alita, uh, with the slow tempo early, they went 45-3 lead time, 32-3 the first quarter, and they dashed home in 29-5, 29-2, and 29-1. And uh, here we saw Queen Alita popping around to the breeze, you know, virtually uh, 1,100 from home, and uh, he just controlled the race, Chris Alford, and he uh, popped the question, and she raced away for a very impressive win, a mile rate of 159, 2 minutes point three last mile, 58.5, last half. She went on and won by eight metres to defeat uh, a very good Sultan Sass who was driven from back in the field last night and ran on really strongly in the second 
second spot. I thought it was a good run, and considering uh, she was driven a bit differently. Uh, third home was Lady in the Sky, who was driven out of the gate, uh, sat behind the leader, battled on well. Fourth home in the race was Kai Valley Honey Bunny, which was a good performance, and uh, fifth home to number 10, Hominin, in the race. But all honours to Queen Alita. She's a very special horse, taking out the Group 2 IRT Australia Matriarch Trot. Rob Race 5 was the second of the group races, the Victoria Harness Racing Club Caduceus Metropolitan Pace Final, uh, and it was an upset result with Delightful Angel driven by Mark Pitt getting the money. The inside was Delightful Angel. As they head off the back, it's Celestial Gossip from Helliver. Yambucky and three out. Over on the inside was Mr. Perfect. Off the back in 27-8 for the third quarter. It's Celestial Gossip from Helliver. Yambucky and something better in between the runners. As they turn their Mr. Perfect into the straight, Celestial Gossip got two metres in front of Helliver. Then Delightful Angel coming through. Sheffield Sparky. It's Celestial Gossip in front of a wall of horses. Delightful Angel's coming home. Delightful Angel gets through on the inside and got through to win it. Delightful Angels won it and beaten Celestial Gossip, who was... Thanks, Rob. Yeah, look, she she, um, she did go super tonight. Um, she probably was a little bit disappointing last week. Um, you know, they, the connections did say um, take all the shortcuts, so um, that's what I did tonight. Well, she's uh, a great credit to, to, to David. I mean, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a wonderful trainer and uh, he's had some, some great horses over the years. Tell us uh, about your association uh, with that stable. Yeah, look, he, he is a great trainer. Um, you know, he's had a lot of great horses over his time and, and he still has got some very nice horses. Um, you know, I, I don't have a lot to do with Dave. Um, you know, I can remember him growing up as a kid. He was one of the best around the Riverina um, and I was lucky enough tonight to be able to get a drive for him. Mark Pitt, delightful angel getting home. She'd been racing consistently. She looked like she had every chance last week. Still a solid run to qualify, uh, but Mark Pitt on for the first time, and the mare really clicked with him. Yeah, look, she set three back the pegs. It was a fairly solid run race. They, they did go a mile rate of 154.6 uh, here with Celestial Gossip uh, working to the lead. It certainly had plenty of uh, people wanting to get outside and there was plenty of pressure right throughout the race and Celestial Gossip, who was just run down over the concluding stages uh, and d defeated by Delightful Angel and uh, David Kennedy made the trip down uh, from New South Wales and it was a very good performance by Delightful Angel to... to Defeat Celestial Gossip, who was very brave in defeat. A fantastic run. Third home drain the swamp. Ran on well from back in the field. Halliver did some work sitting outside. Celestial Gossip was very brave into fourth placing. Sheffield Sparky got a nice trail into it, just didn't finish it off. Uh, the favourite, something better, and also Yam Bucky and all did their fair share of work, but uh, weren't too far away, but unfortunately was no match for uh, the winner, Delightful Angel, who had a soft trip. Uh, horses to follow out of the race, certainly Celestial Gossip and uh, Halliver, both uh, very good runs last night. And it went a mile rate of 154.6, 155.2 last mile, 56.6 the last half, and the margin was only a neck in favour of Delightful Angel over Celestial Gossip. Rob, we'll uh, look at race number seven now. This was the tab, Blacks of Fake, uh, Free for All, and, and like a wildfire started a short price favourite, was able to lead and dominate, but come home in some uh, very fast sectional times uh, to win race seven. Off the back straight, they went 26-9 for that dash down the back, and it's like a wildfire. In front of Triple Eight up the second, Supreme Dominator battles on, and then came uh, Better Eclipse to the outside. It's like a wildfire from Triple Eight, Better Eclipse out wider. Halfway up the straight, it's like a wildfire, clear of Triple Eight and Better Eclipse, and like a wildfire wins again. Second close, Better Eclipse got second right on the line from Triple Eight, Supreme...
Yeah, that's right. You know, to get a horse to race at this level is um, a big achievement. But to get a horse like this to come through his issues and and plan his campaign to perfection, you know, it's just something that um, you know good trainers always seem to be able to do. And and to Emma and Clayton, you know, they've done that with this horse to a T. He's gone to a new level now, like a wildfire. Good to see him used up out of the gate early. He's got a very cheap first quarter, but they still ran fast time, and particularly that last half mile, he carves out splits of an A grader. Oh, he's a top horse, isn't he? Um, well done to uh, Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin. Obviously, uh, they've done a ma- magnificent job to get uh, this horse uh, back to the races and, and racing with such continuity and strength. And his performances at his last few have been outstanding. And last night, he just went to the lead and they never got close to him. A mile rate of 153.3. Last mile, 154. They went a 7.1 lead time. 30 seconds, first quarter, 29.8. So he controlled the race. Uh, Supreme Dominator sitting outside him. And he sizzled home like a wildfire, 26.9 and 27.1. He won by four metres to defeat Better Eclipse. I thought his performance was outstanding from back in the field. And he really savaged the line strongly. Triple Eight enjoyed a good trip in a one-out, one-back trail. Loomed up. As a, as a winning chance on the home turn, but just couldn't go uh, with the other two horses. And Supreme Dominator, who was second up, raced without cover the whole way. I thought he was outstanding. And Shorty's mate making ground into fifth placing. But like a wildfire, terrific. Better Eclipse, fantastic. And so was Supreme Dominator. Some really good horses worth following moving forward. Rob, race uh, number eight, and uh, rock and roll do. He actually came out of the fast class race last week, being beaten by Better Eclipse, so he effectively dropped in class here. But this was a bit of a procession, and he was able to lead virtually all of the way. Who gets going three wide? Off the back. Rock and roll do three metres to Mighty Flying Art. Tuppence awaits the garage sprint lane. Captain Confetti's made ground quickly three wide. And coming out underneath it was Rick Riley. But it's rock and roll do up to the turn. Nicely clear of Tuppence. The third quarter was only 29.2. Rock and roll do now. Urged along coming to the home turn but stoked up. And now he gets into gear from Tuppence. And they quicken up appreciably now. But into the straight it's rock and roll do from Tuppence. Uh, then came Rick Riley, Diamonds and Cash but Rock and Roll Do's clear and Rock and Roll Do makes pretty much a one-act affair as the betting suggested. Tuppence runs second. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, you know but, uh, you know what Brendan's like, Rob. Um, so we, we're probably only 50-50 to go to Queens. Well, it's probably not even 50-50. We're, we're more um, going on the side of not going and putting this horse away and being the traditionalists that uh, Brendan and myself are, um, you know, would you rather chase a, a rising sun or into Dominion? And, you know, both of us said, um, you know, probably into Dominion. So maybe the, the thought process is, is we'll look after him and, and have a crack since it's in our backyard. Yeah. Well, it didn't really prove anything ex- except for what we already know. Uh, Rob Michael Stanley, the winning trainer driver, it was very much a procession, but uh, he, he's a very good horse. And it was probably the right sort of run that he needed because he had a tough run last week. Well, he put the riding on the wall, didn't he? He was run down by Better Eclipse, who then came out last night prior to Rock and Roll Do, uh, running second to like a wildfire. So all the uh, the form line uh, was there to suggest Rock and Roll Do was going to start the short quote as he did and, and win and win comfortably. It was only a mile rate of 157.3. Controlled the race, 47.4, 30.3. 
29 1 those first two quarters, slow lead time 47 4. 29-2 and home in 27-1, and it was a comfortable win. He defeated uh, Tuppence, who's been racing in really good form. Diamonds and Cash was first up. Nice effort. Fourth home to uh, Rick Riley, who uh, enjoyed a good trip. And fifth home was Reactor now. But, uh, look, honestly, uh, he's just a really good horse, rock and roll do. Uh, looks like they're probably not going to go to Queensland with him, and he'll stay here. And, uh, being, and, and they're going to have a look at uh, you know putting a nomination in for the Inter-Dominion for rock and roll do. And uh, why not? He's a very, very exciting horse and he's got a huge future. And well done to uh, Brendan James, who's uh, uh, the owner of the horse and, and Mick Stanley doing a fantastic job with him. Last event on the card. This was a good race for the two-year-old fillies. It was the Dynamic Print Group two-year-old Pace and Aurea started the favourite, an odds-on favourite, but she had to sit without cover. Ho-Ho Lumine back to fourth and then Liz Lizzie's legacy. 28-4 for the third quarter. Aureus put its head in front, but coming back at it was Soho Seraphine in third position and back to the inside, My Lady Sarah turning for home. It's Soho Seraphine and Aureus. Then came My Lady Sarah, Lizzie's legacy. Soho Seraphine in for the fight though. Aureus needs to pick up, but it's Soho Seraphine fighting on strongly and Soho Seraphine's going to take out the last. Soho Seraphine defeated the favourite Aureus, who was brave in defeat sitting parked. She's good, Rob. Really tough little filly and uh, <coughs> trolled really good here on Monday and, um, you know, Mick's got a good opinion of her and, yeah, you know, it's a good performance to beat um, Greg's horse, yeah. Driver Anthony Butt there, and uh, Anthony bookended the night after uh, obviously winning the first event on the program. But she's a nice style of filly, Soho Serafina, and she looked the goods in the prelims as well. She did. Uh, she looked really well. I know you gave it a really good push last night down on Trot's vision uh, of uh, the two Michael Stanley horses. You you mentioned that Soho Serafina was a horse that really caught your eye, and uh, she didn't let you down. She worked to the lead, and... A 7.2 lead time. Favourite Aureus set outside. Uh, Soho Seraphine. Got a bit keen in the run, Aureus. A 29-1, 29-4 first two quarters. 28-4 off the back and home in 29-4. They went a mile rate of 155.7 and there was a four-metre margin in favour of Soho Seraphine. Defeating Aureus, and you would imagine Soho Seraphine will continue to improve from that run. Uh, Aureus second. Third home in the race was My Lady Sarah. Uh, looked a real chance uh, coming to the home turn, uh, coming back from Tasmania after her first up um, place run here in Melbourne. And uh, look, she was brave. She wasn't too far away in third spot. Fourth home, Lizzie's Legacy really closed late. Certainly a horse worth following. And Soho Lemine, I thought was a little bit disappointing after enjoying a really good run behind the leader. But uh, Soho Serafine looks to be a, a really exciting filly and uh, she'll be winning many more races uh, in the months to come. Right, Rob, we're going back to the uh, first event on the program and, uh, and Belmont Royale started a short-priced favourite and he uh, he just got home. He always looked like he was going to win, but the post came up just in the nick of time for him. Yeah, it was a very narrow margin. It was a nose. The, uh, the margin in favour of Belmont Royale, it was the first of uh, the double for Anthony Butt, who, of course, uh, won the first race and the last race with Soho Seraphine and Belmont Royale, who started a short-priced favourite, was able to work to the lead, a 45 lead time, 31-4 first quarter. Uh, 29-4, 28 and home in 28-7. Uh, defeated a, a luckless uh, Cosimo who's had two runs since coming, uh, or two runs prior to last night, so it was its third run from Tasmania and flashed home down the outside and one more stride, it might have won by two metres. That's uh, the, the rapid rate it was coming at. Uh, third home, no, mo uh, no More Lying who sat behind the leader and battled on strongly. Uh, fourth home in the race was Hayden Bromack who caught the eye, finishing uh, strongly late along the pegs. 
and fifth home was uh, number eight, What Stanley Got. But a very good performance by Belmont Royale. Uh, certainly the horse to follow is Cosimo. He's bursting to win and he'll be winning very soon. Okay, Rob, the second event on the uh, program, this was the trot, and uh, nephew of Sunoco, wow, he um, he must have a cult following now, I mean, uh, he's had a lot of experience, he's never raced better, in fact, his last few performances have probably been 20 metres better than any other performances he's had, and he's had well over 100 starts. Well, right at this stage, you'd think Nephew of Sunoco, wishing that the end of Dominion was on right now, because the way he's going, I don't know if there's too many trotters that would be beating him. He's uh, such a seasoned trotter, and uh, despite, uh, you know, he's a six-year-old, he's had a lot of racing, but he's never, ever raced better, and his win last night was outstanding. He just poked up, popped around into the breeze, and he was just too strong. 44-1 lead time, 30.8, 30.8, 29 it was a solid run race, 157.7 mile rate, to defeat Adele, who's ready to win. A really good performance coming from back in the field. Hit the line strongly. Third in the race was Robbie Royale. I don't think he knows how to run a bad race. Uh, Well-defined. Enjoyed a good trip. Was first up. Uh, wasn't far away into fourth placing. Condition giving way. And Branlow Prince, again, very good into fifth placing and certainly worth following. But there were some nice runs in the race. Uh, one over was going for a break. He was disappointing last night. Zaram uh, was, wasn't too far away. Kaivelli Clichy worked too hard in the race. Uh, Chief running cloud Ross Payne uh, received a two-week suspension, not being clear on the first turn of Bo Garcon. Both of those horses worked super super hard. Humble Lad was first up uh, from a break, did compete in the Inter-Dominion uh, final last year uh, for Alex Ashwood. I thought his run was really good and worth following. I think there's a few runners to follow. Uh, nephew of Sunoco clearly just absolutely flying at the moment. I wouldn't drop off Adele. I wouldn't drop off Brownlow Prince, and I certainly wouldn't drop off Humble Lad. I think they've all got wins in store for them. Rob, race number three on the car. This was for the mares, a good mares race, but Von Art continued on her winning way. She made it six wins in a row. It was the first leg of a training double for Emma Stewart, first leg of a driving treble for Mark Pitt. Very impressive. Uh, took no part in the early burn. It was plenty of speed on. Final piece uh, held up from the pole position. A 43-7 lead time. They went absolutely uh, humming there uh, in the early part. 29-29-6 the first two quarters. 28-8 down the back and 29-3 home. My rate of 155-3. It was run at a really solid tempo. And Von Art, who just parked in behind him, came out wide on the home turn. Let down with a big sprint and won by 9.5 metres running away from him from the Panthers who went back at the start uh, probably right decision there was so much speed inside and got home nicely I thought uh, the Panthers runs considering it was three wide the last 1,100 metres uh, did a mighty job to run second Enchanted Stride a bit disappointing enjoyed a good trip got out in plenty of time just didn't finish off the race Pray Tell I thought was brave battled on strongly in the fourth placing Yolanta was the other one that was probably a bit disappointing but all honours to Von Art, absolutely flying at the moment I think there's more improvement with uh, the Panthers and uh, maybe a win won't be too far away for her and uh, the other race to look at is race number six, Rob. Um, this was taken out by the old boy loving a Chevy. It was uh, fantastic to see him back in winning form. I know you were really keen on his chances. Horse having his 196th start. That was his 30th win, a 10-year-old, but teaming with the young lady, Shannon O'Sullivan, uh, to take it out in a race where Knights Templar ran a short prize favourite. Yeah, look, I, I thought he had a chance last night, Loving a Chevy. I, I've noticed that every time a, a female driver jumps on, uh, Loving a Chevy, he just seems to go really well. And we've seen Karen Manning drive the horse a few 
times. And Shannon O'Sullivan, uh, you know, who's got uh, a, a great touch. It was her first Metropolitan winner last night, so well done to Shannon. I'm sure she would have watched that replay quite a few times. And he was three back to pegs, and she um, pulled the right rein coming to the home turn, went out wide, and he let down with a big sprint to win, a 153-mile rate, 7.1 lead time, 29-3, 28-5, 27-8, and 28-2 home. And loving the Chevy, proving too good. Over Yankee Gold, beautifully handled by Ryan Sanderson in the second spot. Knights Templar had to do a little bit too much work for him. He finished third, wasn't far away. Jeremy Wells had his chance, and fifth home was Joan Yen, who will be improved by that run. But uh, all honours to uh, loving the Chevy. Well done to Lance Justice, well prepared, and a great drive to Shannon O'Sullivan, bringing up her first Metropolitan winner last night at Tabcor Park, Melton. Rob, uh, some terrific racing in the state last night in, in Queensland. Their, their carnival's really starting to build up. It was at Redcliffe, but the Victorians had a, uh, a terrific night. Amore Vita won the Redcliffe Oaks as a $1.04 favourite, uh, driven by Cameron Hart and uh, trained by Nathan Purden. Uh, the Group 1 two-year-old went to Tardelli and uh, Ricky Alchin. The three-year-old derby went to uh, Tim's uh, Trooper and Grant Dixon. Seb's choice, Michelle Phillips and, and John Nicholson took out the group, won the Redcliffe Cup, a weight race worth $100,000. They also got LB2 chains to win earlier on in the night, and Le Mondier won a race earlier on in the night with Matt Craven. So the Victorians to the fore last night. That's a massive win for Michelle Phillips, group one, and for John Nicholson, what they've done with this horse, and just... To see uh, the, to Bulldog Nicholson, as everyone knows, him as, and the, the support, the help, uh, Michelle Phillips, what she's done, the collaboration between the two, success they're having. They've got a terrific team. Oh, great uh, story. Well done to the team and uh, a big uh, accolade to uh, to Michelle. Uh, she's been a, a hard-working young lady for... Uh, you know, the majority of her uh, her, her uh, teenage years and, and early adulthood and, and to get this opportunity and to achieve that outcome last night, uh, a phenomenal performance. Uh, and uh, she handled the horse really well. And Seb's Choice, uh, who's uh, been a very promising horse, has really taken his racing to another level. And I would imagine the rest of their Queensland holiday will be very, very uh, sunny and happy up there uh, over the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, now, as far as racing at Tapcourt Park goes, we won't be back here until the first week of August. Uh, there are works going on in the on the infield, but also new lighting is being uh, uh, placed uh, within the system as well. So to the regional centres we go for the uh, the next five Saturdays. So next Saturday we'll be at Shepparton. So we'll be wrapping up the Shepparton meeting on Sunday morning on the mile rate. But before then, you've got a busy week coming up, and it starts with uh, today's eight-event card at Cranbourne. Yeah, off to Cranbourne uh, tonight. Michael Talisman will be calling a race as well, so looking forward to teeing up uh, with Michael tonight at Cranbourne. I'm off to stall on uh, on Monday. Got a good program there, and, and Geelong Wednesday night, so I have got a busy week as far as the calling's concerned, but we've got harness racing uh, all over the state, Dan. It is a busy week coming up for sure, and that first event at Cranbourne kicks off at 5.07. Hope you've been able to find uh, a winner. Enjoy the wrap-up of the mile rate this morning, everybody, and uh, hope you have uh, a wonderful day. I'll be back on the other side of uh, of the break to take you through correct weight this morning. But as far as uh, harness racing is concerned, Rob? Happy harnessing, everyone, and I'll catch up with you from Cranbourne later on tonight.